What's up, everybody? It's the HBO's podcast. We're your hosts, Sam and Maddie. Hello. Uh, today, we are talking about Yellow Jackets, Season 2, Episode 5, called Two Truths and a Lie. Mm-hmm. Are we ex- the season, right? Yes. Yeah, we are halfway through the season. Um, number one, spoiler warning. You know, if you haven't watched any Yellow Jackets, and if you, especially if you haven't watched this episode, then get out, go watch it, come back. We're, we'll we'll be one. here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I also wanted to just give another PSA that there is not going to be another new episode until the weekend after next. So if you're listening to this, like we're going to be uploading it Monday, April 24th, there is not going to be a new episode this weekend. They're skipping a week. Um, and then we won't get a new one until May fourth slash fifth depending on Mm. when you're watching it but um yeah so just a quick psa but i guess we can start with overall thoughts maddie how did you how did you feel about it um i definitely liked this episode it was dynamic i mean yes it was still a bit of context but i think some things happened um some really interesting happened things happened in this episode Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i was definitely intrigued i think that there's a couple shifts happening which are very interesting um you know especially with like Lottie and Nat in their adult lives mm-hmm. I think even with Callie and Shauna and what's about to happen with them like it's kind of a new transition yeah uh, so you know I I I'm interested I'm definitely yeah. interested yeah, I feel like these are, you're right, This it feels very transitional. It feels like it's a turning point for the rest of the season. Like, And I think that even just from, um, we have a little segment at the end of this where I just wanted to go over, especially because it's going to be two weeks until we get another episode, like where we've left everyone off as of this episode. Um, but in the sneak peek for next week, sorry if I'm spoiling it and you haven't seen it, but like, fuck off. It's like 30 seconds long. Just go watch it. Um the I'm pretty sure that all of the the girls in present day end up at Lottie's. Uh, That's what I was thinking too. We've mentioned that. Mm-hmm. We a knew that times. eventually. I mean, we we like assumed that eventually they would all end up back together, which I'm excited about because Eleventh House full baby for the oh, yeah. hoes out there. Um, I love a group. I love a. I love a, a fucking reunion. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. For all of their personalities to be in one room again um but yeah so we see that that happens next week so i think that the last two episodes they felt a little slower but it's definitely been setting up for the story going forward um, yeah so yeah i'm excited and i think that this these last two episodes it's been and there's been a lot of like discord um specifically like on reddit that i've been seeing about like people that are just getting like a little I think impatient and like a little bored and can't really see where this is going and they're kind well, they of came out the gate with some bangers I think that's why we're all mm. feeling that way I mean I literally was like how are they gonna top eating Jackie I just don't <laughs> understand I just don't understand although we did and I just want to put this in very quickly um one thing that I really appreciated about this episode was young Shauna Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know how she is super pregnant and she's like, yo, get Lottie the fuck away. She's just mm-hmm. being, I don't know. It felt very human. It felt yeah. very authentic. 
I think Shauna's younger character has been kind of shy and not fully deceptive, but she just definitely deceived fucking Jackie. Yeah. You know, so like to see her kind of rawness, like on Front mm-hmm. Street, I really, really, really mm-hmm. liked that. Yeah. Um, and was, um, especially because like, and she kind of explains to Ty later on in the episode that like she just wants Ty to have her back. And you can tell she's just coming from such a place of like vulnerability yeah. and like feeling alone. And she, I mean, as she should, she's the, everyone else is excited. She's the only one that actually has to deal, like to go Correct. through with this. And like, Correct. it's scary as fuck. I mean, the mortality rate when you're having it with like Western class A medicine is still not always a hundred percent. Right. So like it, like, I don't know. I'm just like, or the zero percent. I don't know how mortality rates work what side of the spectrum they should be on but nonetheless it's like it's not it's not ever 100% that it's gonna you're gonna make it and everything's gonna be fine and then not to mention you have Misty as your fucking doula right like you know what I mean like the only person that can actually help you with any sort of sound medical advice is a complete psycho truly Um, so yeah she's fucking terrified and yeah I really did appreciate young Shauna in this episode too I think that her acting was great and we can all really empathize with how she must be feeling right now, you know, or sympathize rather because no one, I don't think anyone actually knows how she feels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah truly. I don't know who's been pregnant, lost in the woods at <laughs> yeah. age, you know, I mean, maybe this is a crazy world, but still, uh, I really, that ju- I just wanted to throw that into my other part of overall thoughts. I really mm-hmm. appreciated that side. I think especially because adult Shauna is, pissing us off yeah you know and i think that's a really good segue to talk about the daughter and the cop because even in even this episode like it got a little bit better but it's still bad like shauna you're still the parenting is not good yeah um you know i don't know what i would do if i was in her shoes although hopefully i never would be like i'm not trying to murder the person i'm having an affair with especially if he's that fucking hot like oh my god God, that's a sin not deserved the most undeserved death besides crystal you know r.i.p but we'll get to that um Mm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think with callie and the cop it's like it's weird because i mean immediately when we talked about this and i don't want to delve too much into it but um you know, we talked about like the benefits and the like the pros and cons of Shauna telling Callie. And I think that we're continuing to see that it might have actually been the right move for her to tell her because of how if Callie was still completely in the dark, you know, she would have she would have like would have no idea. And at this point, right. we see that she's not trying to go against um, Shauna and Jeff. She wants to be a team player and she wants to be part of the family. She just didn't want to be in the dark, which I can I can get that, you know, we're all, we were all teenagers and assholes once, but like, um, I think with Callie and the cop, I'm happy that she found out, um, that he was. And I, I think that it was really smart the way that she played it. Um, because if she would have done like my first instinct would have been like, Oh, get the fuck out of there. But then she wouldn't have had the opportunity to try to lead him astray in this Mm -hmm. like investigation. Right. So, um, even though fucking Randy just like, you He's know, it anyways, but, um, yeah, but I think that Callie did, she was smart in this, you know, and it was, I will say that one of the funny, um, funnier moments of this episode is when 
she comes in to tell Shauna and Jeff what happened and that she was yeah. just like hanging out with the cop. And she was like, I told, you know, basically I told him that Shauna was, you know, mom was hooking up with Randy. And then they both were like, Randy. And he was, she was like, well, yeah, what was I supposed to let him believe that you were hooking up with the guy that you killed? And then both like Shauna and Jeff, their responses were so yeah. fucking funny because they were like, yeah, well, she's got a fucking point. Like, yeah. <laughs> Another really good moment that I think came from what Callie did is later on when the cops, which are Kevin and um, I forgot, I don't even know the rookie cops, yeah. But he, uh, they're searching the room, and you know he figures it out. He smells the condom, which is so fucking gross. But he's like, <laughs> oh, strawberry, and he looks up, and there's strawberry scented lotion. Mm. So obviously. It's not splooge, I think is the word that he used in yeah. the episode. Um, but it's great because Kevin, and again, I can see that Kevin is batting for Shauna. Like, he doesn't want to believe this. And I, mm-hmm. I understand. Like, he knew her. You never want to believe shit about people that you know. I, I get People that. that have went through shit like that. I mean, he was one of the people that, like, was left behind. Like, exactly them, basically, for two years. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's funny because when they realize that they've been duped, all he says is, you've been made. And, yeah. ta- and pats him, like, because he's like, oh, so she intentionally gave you bad info. You've been made. That to me was so fucking funny because I'm like, I bet that's pretty common for cops and stuff like that. Actually, it felt really real and authentic. I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. And that was the only time that the rookie cop seemed to be bothered. Yeah. Because he wants to be a good cop. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really liked that. I was like, oh, look at all that training and some little teenager just fucking... Hold one over your fucking eyelids. Well, yeah, and we're starting to see, like, just little notes about how Callie is actually, like, smarter than what we might have given her credit for. Because, like, even I was impressed when she first met this guy and he was doing the crossword puzzle and she didn't even read the clue and says a word that would have fit. And I, if you tell me name a seven-letter word, I have to think about it. I have no idea. Like, I have to, like, <laughs> picture a word and then count the letters in my head yes. before. And then she finally reads the clue and she guesses it right away. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. It was just, like, there's little things about her that you could tell that she is very smart. And yeah. um, even being able to, like, think about something like this, like, do, like leading him the wrong direction on the fly. Also, just saying Randy in general, knowing Randy is my dad's best friend, he will help them out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just, it was very calculated on her behalf. And, like, she was smart. It was really, and what I said was that, like, Randy is the one that fucked it because, you know, he's fucking impotent. So, I mean, no God, offense to men, the bros out there that are impotent, no. impotent you know, I feel well, bad. I think but eventually all men have, you know, like, it's it, it, problems. You, you have issues. You're fucking, you get older, you know, like women, we have our issues too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it also not just that, he's just really stupid. God, <laughs> Randy and Jeff are two peas in a pod. They share one whole brain cell. <laughs> They're so dumb. And that's what really it is. It's not even that. All, he he could have told Shauna, like, you know, whatever. And honestly, mm-hmm. then Shauna could have been like, well, then we need to get our fluids, like, on she- like on sheets and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because then, like, they could have 
put the black light. Well, I mean, nothing, yeah, exactly. And nothing is even was even admissible. It was just to try to continue their trail. And because yeah. Randy, I mean, he could have just left the condom in the thing without anything in it, and it would have looked more believable than trying to fill it with lotion because that <laughs> you know is staged, right? Yeah. Like when you figured that out. So it wasn't even like they were trying to find evidence for anything for like court. It was just like they're trying sure. to figure out if they're on the right track. Um, right. And I'm like, yeah, if if if, if she, they would have just left it and Rainy would have just left a used condom in the bathroom without any spooge in it, then they would have been fine. That would have been enough, yeah. Yeah. you know. So yeah, Randy's just like he's just a dumb little dummy. And I'm like, and like number one, the lotion, as soon as the cop picked it up, I was like, that there's that's not cum. That doesn't even look like cum. Like it's too thick and white, and it's just nothing that comes out of anyone's body looks like that. Um, number one. And the number two, like, don't use a scented lotion because like as gross as it was. If I was a cop and I really truly was looking at it, it was like this can't become. I would have smelled it too. As that might make me fucking gross, but whatever. It's still. Like, I think it's human nature. I think a lot of people smell things first. Yes, we it's use it for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Use it to it. <laughs> Utilize it. Yeah, <laughs> to smell used condoms, but. Um, oh God! Yeah, I don't know. We're we'll see what happens. I think also in the trailer for next episode, Shauna is like being officially like formally investigated and comes in for questioning. Um, so we'll see how this plays out. I guess. Um, oh, to be man. honest, it's like one of my like least favorite storylines of their like adulthood. I don't know. Like recently I've been, I remember in season one, I wanted more, so much like more of them in the wilderness and I wanted less of them as adults because I just thought that the storyline of them in the wilderness was so good in season one. And then now Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself really wanting more of them as adults. And I think actually a lot to do with just going back to the first point about like the slowness is like they're stuck in a fucking house all day together and it's just that like nothing crazy is going on no one's dying no one's hunting like it's just the same old thing and i just can't imagine how i would do it in the wilderness but i think that that's adding to it feels really slow because we're not really getting any new scenery like we're not really getting anything new like we've we're just stuck in this cabin with them yeah, they're kind of trapped for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I think that that's adding to it. But yeah, my point is that I, I've been wanting a lot more of the adults, what's happening, um, like specifically with like uh, Travis and Nat and Misty and um, less Shauna, I guess. Like I don't, her yeah. storyline just feels so like separate from everybody else's. Like I'm like she's just off fucking things up on her own. That has nothing to do with anybody else. And everybody's el- everybody else's stories are tying into each other, like s- like clearly tying into each other. And then Shauna, I'm just like she's just kind of I don't know. And maybe like even in the I think it's kind of a parallel because in the in, in this episode in the wilderness she's the outcast in this now too because now ty and van are a part of lottie's like wilderness prayer circle you know holistic healing blah blah um, yes and shauna it feels like the total outcast so i'm like uh, i don't know maybe it's maybe it's stuck maybe that's what i don't know anyways yeah no i agree with you I, it feels very separate i don't know how like they're gonna tie it together with Shauna. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless fucking Javi is Adam, 
that you know, which we theorized a long time ago. But I just we'll see. It, that almost seems a little obvious. I'm like, I don't know if they would. That's an easy answer, you know. They uh, yeah. I well, know. I mean, I think the reason why everybody got off of that is because the either the writers or the producer, somebody on the show, basically confirmed that it's not. And they said, like, for sure, Javi is not Adam. They're different people. But, like, we also had someone they, that said that Tanya wasn't going to die on White Lotus, and she still did. So, <laughs> Mike White, still not over that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, true that, true that. Um, anyways, no, you can't I trust think- them, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, you cannot trust them. Not at all. Um, I think also, just, just moving on uh, to... Misty and Crystal mm-hmm. um, talking, and I don't know if this is umbrellaed under that, just like you're going stir crazy, you know, because what happens with them, I don't know. Like, I really don't know how I feel about that scene with what happened. Um, I guess we should start from the, the beginning. They're obviously connecting more. Mm-hmm. They're becoming friends. They're geeking out. They're being fucking nerdy. And, like, it works for Misty's energy. I don't know if this is exactly what Misty would geek out over in her, like, if she was just following her own desire and instinct. But she's a, de- whatever. She'll take what she can get, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so she's going to geek out over the theater. You know, they have yeah. some, like, outlooks on things for sure. Um, yeah, I think and, and not that she didn't like theater. I just think that, like, maybe that wasn't something she would have, pan- like, gone for right yeah, away. Yeah, introduced to it, you know? Right. But- so they're getting closer. They're doing stuff. Then I forget the girl's name, but she comes up with a deck of cards. I really thought she was going to do a magic trick because, like, they're bored in this house all day together. I was like, okay. No, cool. we've seen, yeah, just putting a little note here that we've seen that the deck of cards, I think a couple episodes now um has been used to determine chores in the house i forgot so yeah so she goes around and she asks you know basically you pull a card and that either determines your chore or the lowest number has to do the shit bucket i don't really know how it works exactly because i know that crystal pulled a two so it could be either or but um just number two like taking a shit maybe yeah, I don't know. That's what that's I would a, think. Well, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, it could be the number is associated with a specific tour, and you know, because then I know that Misty keeps pulling one to go get water, and that was that must be a different number. But um, anyways, I just wanted to say that I think that cards are going to be big in play in this in terms of like how everything because of just Lottie pulling that Queen of Hearts. Yeah, with you no idea. Yeah. So anyways, oh, yeah. keep going with your with your point. Yeah, no, I just think like it's it's really interesting to see how Missy and Crystal develop their relationship. So she pulls the shit card and she's like, again, I you know, like I don't want to do this again, but fair is square, so she's gotta do it. And Misty, of course, being like her new best friend, is like, Don't worry, I'll help you with the bucket. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll come out there in the cold with you. We'll do the shit bucket together. It'll be less shitty. Pun intended. <laughs> um, so they do it, and you know, on their way, they're spilling secrets to one another, and it's all like pretty lighthearted. Even like her being like, "I let Brian finger me behind stage of this one play," 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so fucking light, dude. Like, that's yeah. just some very high school shit. Honestly, I th- I loved it. I was like, girl, get it. Like, you wait. <laughs> Brian's going to fucking love you when you come back. What you mean? Um, <clears throat> But then they kind of, you know, they get into their thing. And Misty, she gets a little too comfortable. Let's just put it that way. And she spills to her that she's like, okay, this is a ginormous secret. You You truly can't tell anyone. The night of the plane crash, I felt very useful because people were finally looking to me for advice. And I found the transmitter on the airplane mm-hmm. and I destroyed it. And fucking Crystal's face drops. Mm-hmm. She drops her hand and she's basically her. Resp- it takes her a few seconds and she's like, yeah, so you're basically the reason we haven't been rescued yet. Yeah. Which is on the fucking nose. Yeah, well, truly, yeah. And Misty tries to play it off, and Crystal's like, you're a bad actress. You're not that good of an actress, yeah. You're a bad actress, girl. That was not convincing. Yeah. So they get into kind of a spot, and um, I don't know, this felt very strange to me, because Misty, like, th- threatens her. She Because, you know, Crystal's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, because, yeah. like... Like, I have to share this information. And Misty kind of, like, is coming towards her. And they're by a cliff. That's where they throw the shit off. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she's like, I'll fucking kill you. But it scares Crystal. And Crystal's walking backwards. And she falls off the cliff and fucking dies. You know, that's a big... That's a few stories. They're going down. Mm -hmm. So, immediately, though, Misty's reaction is very remorseful. I don't she think she down. meant that to happen. I don't think she wanted that to happen. No, I don't think she wanted that to happen either. But it is very strange, the paradox, the juxtaposition of what she was just saying and what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I don't I, know. Like, that felt kind of weird to me. Yeah, it was. Um, I know it was shocking. Um, and I think that. You know, and that's kind of like what I think is interesting about Missy's character. It's like, you know, like I feel like she didn't mean to do it in the moment that it happened, or she not that she didn't mean to do it because she technically didn't kill her, but she didn't want that to happen in the moment that it did happen. But I do think that if Crystal would have kept pushing her and like said, like, I'm going back, I'm going to tell everybody that Missy would have done it. So I think that like it's like she was right on that, like line of like I'm remorseful on this side and you're pushing me over the over the limit on this side you know like mm-hmm. I feel like if her and Crystal would have gone back and forth a little bit more and Crystal would have like really truly threatened her I think that Misty would have pushed her but I think that because it happened before that happened I think that that was before Misty was pushed over the edge and now she's super remorseful like I think that she truly does feel really bad that it did happen um, yeah but yeah, no, so that's what I think is so interesting about Missy's thing. And like, as I knew that when she ran up to her and she was like, I have like the biggest secret, the secret, like it's huge. Like you can't ever tell anybody. Um, I was like, oh fuck, she's going to tell her. She's going to tell her. She's going to tell her. And I'm like, don't yeah. fucking tell her, Misty. Like no one is going to be okay with this. She is forced to take shit out in a fucking winter storm and dump it. And that's because of you. Like they're starving because of you you know correct, like correct. This is, like that's something that you take to your fucking grave like no one ever should you know now and yeah, no one ever I mean, will. and so 
I mean, unless she tells somebody else, the dumb bitch. I don't think she will now. Not with that experience. I don't think so either. No, not at all. And I think that that experience probably, like, if she wasn't already sociopathic beforehand, she is now for sure. I think that shit pushed over the edge of, like... Yeah. Yeah, by the way, just to go back, the first thing, just kind of, like, starting the secrets or, like, these kind of theoretical... They started with a theoretical, like, who would you have at your slumber party? And I see that you have in your notes that Misty says... Dr. Kevorkian, which I don't even know who this is. I didn't even take the time to look them up. So can you explain? Yes. Um, she and she, Okay. So Dr. Kevorkian is a doctor from um, Oregon, I think, that back in the 90s, he um, started helping people that were like beyond... Um, I want to make sure that I say like this information, right. They were like beyond um, reparable like depression or they were terminally ill or they had um, diseases that like truly gave them like zero quality of life. And he basically assisted them in killing themselves. He would like had like a van that he, they would go out to like the woods and he would basically. I thought I recognized the name. Yeah. So, and he went to prison for a very long time and now, but because of assisted suicide is legal in Oregon now. And, um, and I did a paper on him when I was in high school because I thought that he was fascinating because this is really controversial and I probably shouldn't say this on the pod, but like, I don't, I don't totally disagree with it. And I think that, I mean, it's just, it was really funny that Missy said that as her like, shh, like controversial yeah. slumber party guest. But the way that they talked about it, and like, that's how you know that like her and Crystal were really like two peas in a pod because Crystal doesn't judge her for it. And she's like, we put down my beagle because he was in pain. Like, why does it yeah. get more like dignity than a human does when it comes to this? Yeah. So it's kind of like it was, but it was just so fucking on brand for Missy to say that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, yeah, Missy, of course. Of course you yeah. were fucking Jack Kevorkian at your fucking slumber party. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That is actually fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's truly psychotic. Love yeah. that for her. <laughs> um, also, by the way, I didn't see this until I just looked back down, but also in your notes, blood sacrifice. So Crystal oh, just yeah. died. And we have been theorizing that any blood spilled in this area, especially near one of the signs or mm-hmm. on a sign, they do seem to reap some benefits and mm-hmm. almost immediately, like if not right away within like the 24 hours. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I think even with Jackie, like that, that didn't happen until like they accidentally fucking slow roasted her. Like, yeah. you know, that was hours later. But the burns were instantaneous. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to, like, say, uh, you know, what it is or, like, if it needs to be a blood sacrifice on or near the sign or if it's just a blood sacrifice at all because, like, the whole Lottie Bearheart thing. And, like, we didn't even – like, there's – it's hard to, like, go back and, like, pinpoint exactly when – this person bled and then you got food from it or this person did this mm-hmm. and you got food from it or anything like that. Like it, it's hard. It doesn't, the storyline doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's not to be disproved either. But yeah, it was like, I just put it in my notes because I'm like, okay, well, Crystal did die and she did bleed. Um, and it was basically on their like grounds. So in the case of it not being near a sign that might not matter. But then, um, but then they immediately get a fucking snowstorm and Shauna goes into labor. So I'm like, 
those t- seem like two pretty bad things that happened. So I'm like, maybe yeah. it's like, maybe it's a nature thing. Like it's only a blood sacrifice, like after they've indulged or after they've given, I don't know, like maybe it's like a, it's supposed to be like a, what goes around comes around kind of thing. Like it's supposed mm-hmm. to like, like the balance of nature, whereas like Crystal shouldn't have died. So maybe that's, mm. you know, they don't get rewarded for something like that. Maybe they get um, punished for like a wrongful death or something or a wrongful, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I just think it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious because like normally like the blood on the blanket and then the birds, that was immediate. Right. But um, and then I think like also the the snow coming down on Jackie to slow cooker so they're able to eat her. That was after that was while Travis and Nat were having sex. So I like I, I just kind of that's why it gives me a nature thing. Like what like yeah. procreation leads to food or sacrifice mm-hmm. leads to food or you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas like mm-hmm. Crystal dying, it kind of like I don't know maybe it like nature is like you fucked up the rhythm this shouldn't have happened you know like you fucked now up i'm gonna blizzard bitch <laughs> exactly you know oh my god yeah yeah absolutely so yeah i'm really interested in that too like that is probably the one magical phenomenological part of this that <laughs> I'm, sorry i can never say that one phenomenological i don't think that's phenomenological. a word. I don't know, wherever that word is. I don't know. Okay, (laughs) well, the phenomena that happens in this series, I'm most interested in like this. I think think there is a trend of blood sacrifice happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly if it leads to food, leads to, yeah, I want to see more about that. And I'm hoping that we can, like, I hope that we get some more so that we can make some connections or get some answers, honestly, you know. Mm They answer one question, they give you 10 more. I know. It truly, yeah, they're just gaslighting us. These writers are just gaslighting the fuck out of us. Very, very manipulative. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a very toxic relationship with these writers. I swear to God. Yeah, truly. Oh. And like, it's led me to, because like, there are so many theories. And I think that sometimes um, us theorizers that are like on like the redditors specifically because we go into such like deep dives on this stuff like i will spend hours and hours and hours reading every single fucking thread on there and i think that a lot of times people hit it right on the nose before it's confirmed and then it kind of ruins it yeah Um, it like ruins the like the blood sacrifice thing like that was something that was a theory from last season with even just starting from ty's um her uh altar thing that she made and then you know we get the shauna's nosebleed on the blanket and then the birds and it's like oh okay cool you know like it does it's not like as like it's not as like i think that we do it to ourselves is what i'm saying i think i i do it to myself a lot of the time because i'm like i i ruin it before it's even that's the exact reason i stay off the reddit threads because i i love it and i'm intrigued in these redditors god these are they're such brainiacs they truly are gifted souls but sometimes they are on the nose and it does ruin it like i have to i'll read some specific things but i try to be careful about that yeah um speaking of blood sacrifice and ty let's Mm -hmm. talk about ty and van i mean this is the this is the big 
thing we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I know you especially. Like we have been waiting to see her. What's her real name? The actress? I Lauren forget. Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose. Yeah. yeah. So she's been on lots of other HBO stuff. Um, we both really like uh, mm-hmm. and we like her. So it's it's just really cool to see, I think especially someone who has done an HBO show before be Oh wait. I'm this sorry. Is, I mean, this, this is short time, but nonetheless, yeah. it's, still, it's nice to see because we are the HBOs, the affinity yeah. came from HBO shows, um, all but not limited to, right? But um, yes, it's nice getting an HBO kind of like like flashback with yeah, yeah. It feels on cool. HBO, you know. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Like, and then with you know, we're specifically talking about Six Feet Under. It was uh, one of my favorite. It's probably. I want to say my favorite show of all time, um, which is big coming for me. And I think that's just because like when I watched it for the first time, I was just impacted so much from it. And she was my favorite person on that. So it's Mm -hmm. nice. And that show came out 20 years ago. You know, it was like 20 years old now. So it's nice seeing her like now in a like, I don't know, in this in this role, because when she was when I watched Six Feet Under, she was my age. And now she's kind of 20 years older than that it's just it's very cool it's very cool yeah um seeing her back plus she looks fucking great jesus she, she does not at all she not at all team. Yeah. Um, yeah so this is the first time we really get her and i was really excited for it i think that she's great i love her as van um i want to see more of her because there's still a bit and i think it's just because it took so long for us to get an adult van that like i need to see more of like the connection of present day to past van like i'm not really it wasn't like an instant i see it but with none of them it really was right right and i would say something really interesting so we know that they're all masking their problems it's Mm -hmm. fucking obvious especially at this point even with newer adult characters coming into play right this is the first episode that we get some screen time with her she seems kind of normal right now. And I think that's why there's a disconnect, but even just like the, what was it? Hydrocodones and the, yeah. Yeah. In the um, medicine cabinet. And she says that it was her mom's who passed away in the house. But we see later at night, she wakes up and she pops one. Yeah. Very like erratically too. Like she went right fucking to it. So I'm like, Oh yeah. There's a dependence normal thing that she does and it's definitely also her prescription yeah for sure and that's how she's coping you know I mean, that is- sure, yeah there there are some there are some theories um swirling that she might have um like there might actually be something wrong with her where she needs them but then mm-hmm. because like it's really for especially with like such a like a potent um a uh, potent painkiller like oxycodone um it's one of the strongest that you can get and so you don't usually get a prescription for that unless you do no. have something really wrong for you wrong with you so that's exactly. where the theories are coming the from that that's widely she- abused that's why it's not it prescribed like that because people can get addicted to it so quickly mm-hmm, exactly so the idea that she does actually have an active prescription of it kind of leads people to believe either she's got like a drug dealing doctor or she's actually got something that she takes it for. Right. So we don't know that yet, but we do know that, (coughs) excuse me, that there is a dependence because of just how she immediately got up and like went right for it. Like, Uh so either, you know, she's addicted to it, which 
is very easy to for that to happen or she like is in some sort of pain you know mm-hmm. so we don't know we yeah. have to like, wait and see and i hope that it's not the same kind of we already got the drug addiction um you know and the recovery and the relapsing and all of that from that in season one that like i don't really want to see that again in season two like i understand it's very common and it would actually make a lot of sense if they were real people two of them would probably be a little fucked up a little substance abuse you know uh-huh. like it would make that the the percentage of that make sense but I just don't want to see that again. Like that storyline again. Yeah, I and we did get it in completely. this episode with Lottie and Nat, like having finally they had like a fucking heart to heart. I was like, Jesus, literally twenty five years overdue. Mm-hmm. Y'all should have did that in the woods. They kind of mini did it with the bathtub thing and like the whole when they like competed with each other to see who could get a kill in a fucking Canadian winter, presumably Canadian winter but (laughs) regardless i'm just like yeah i don't know it i did like that scene a lot too it was also very tough like for them and i think that's why i liked it so much because i was like guess what this shit isn't easy and you have to deal with some personalities that you don't like Mm -hmm. you know that neither Um, one of you are truly fond of but like here we are yeah um so with ty and van i just want to say that I loved that they started the episode off with a little van morning, you know, eating her like sprinkled glazed donut, listening to fucking four non-blondes, like owning a VHS store. Like it was, I was just like, God, this just feels like van. It just feels like what van would be doing. And even having like her, you know, just seeing like that her life is actually pretty cute and quaint and, you know, simple. And then Ty walking in and just blowing shit up again. I'm just like, yeah, here Mm -hmm. we go. Like, Tell me something new. Um, but like Ty, um, the like that she it, uh, she she fucking killed it in this episode when she was like screaming that she was you know how scared she was and everything. Like yeah. it, I was shook. I was like, God. yeah, that that definitely. I was like almost like my eyes were hot. That was almost hard for me to watch because, I mean, I've never dealt with what she's going through, but I can imagine that as humans we have all felt that way before about like just life you know like really having like that uncertainty within you and how scary it is and how fearful it can make you um yeah I'm happy that we finally got that emotion from her and I'm happy that you know, it, it seems fitting that it would take her being with Van, the only person that she's ever really been truly vulnerable with for that to finally come out so, I'm, you know, I'm happy that it did. I'm happy that we finally got that side of Ty because I was getting so sick of her just acting like everything was okay and trying to be, you know, stronger than it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, but then we get fucking fugue Ty, like, that, Jesus, scary so creepy. You know? And I'm really, I'm, I promise for anybody that, that has been listening to every episode, I am done talking about how scary she is because I say it every fucking episode, but, like... I just want her to stop being so scary. <laughs> she, she truly is fucking alarming. The bitch is creepy. God, by the way, I'm so glad that you brought up Fugue Ty. Because I don't know why I didn't think of this before. That is obviously Javi's friend. Who else could have been taking care of Javi in the woods? Fugue Ty. Mm-hmm. Duh. Like, yeah, she was probably asleep and her subconscious was like, well, Javi's missing. 
Let me try to find him in my sleep. Yeah, and she was able to find him the one time, you know? She was awake. Also, that I really need to go back and rewatch that specific scene because I'm like, I didn't see a damn thing. I did not see no rustling of no leaves. Ty, how did you see that? Were you asleep? Were you asleep right then? I don't I don't know. You know, I don't like I don't think she was, but she could have no. been. Um, but yeah, no, but then I think about like like cause that's one of the theories too, is like, oh, it was Fuke Ty, obviously that was helping Javi, but like Van was tied to her every single night, and like there was only I think the one night that we've seen that Ty gets out and Van wakes up and that was when she almost walks off the cliff. Right. So like I so I'm like Van I, I don't know but, how it could have been fugue tie. Well, right. They they say that, and that's what we got. But I truly believe that fugue tie is aware enough to get in and out of that fucking thing. I mean, she, like to me, fugue tie is superwoman. She can literally do anything. We don't know her superpowers. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we truly. I don't know. I'm. Although I don't know why fugue tie would tell Javi not to come back. That's my only thing because he does say that to Ben. Yeah. You know, like, oh, she t- she told me not to come back here. And that was his f- his fucking two-line zinger yeah. of the whole episode. Of the whole fucking episode. And I love that. I just want to say that we ended the last um, podcast episode with you being like, I need some fucking answers. And then, like, Hoppy doesn't talk the entire not gonna get him sorry and i actually we hadn't talked about this either on or off the pod but i had internally theorized i was like i bet he's gonna come back mute as fuck Mm. he's not gonna say a fucking word probably until they get rescued maybe even a long time after that and that's if he doesn't die first Correct. If because they don't I, okay, because I, I do want to say that um, I had a theory, episode one, that Crystal was going to be the first to die, and she was. So I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I yeah, thought that no. they were all going to kill her because she was annoying, but no, <laughs> but she still was the first to die. So I don't know, yeah, but I think yeah. that Javi is going to die. I, I don't know. I hope he doesn't. I don't think he's really going to talk, though. I think he's just... Uh, and it's like the thing is, it's like why isn't Lottie trying to talk to him? Like, if he was out there with a woman, you know, and said she, and like I, I don't know, I have more questions than I can even try I know. to analyze. I'm not even going to try to guess. I, I it, know it, it, it hurts my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's and that's why we love this show, and that's why I said it's a toxic relationship because we still come back wanting more. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, be bad to us. Give us one answer and then give us 10 more questions. But I'm still going to be right here next week. Yeah. Love you, you sexy little writer's room. God. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, yeah, that's – I think that's all, all the big points of the episode. Yeah. Um. And I guess, like, your last note here is where we have left off. Yeah. So, so um, I think that just in, in – uh, in honor of us missing an episode next week, um, it's good to just remember where we're at and like where the episode ended. Um, we have Shauna that seems like she's in labor. Pretty sure she started labor. Van and Ty obviously are going to go to Lottie's. I think that all of them are going to go to Lottie's. There is a, a a clip that we see all of them standing 
around probably watching Lottie fucking walk on water or something. And then <laughs> Misty is checking in at Lottie's. Um, yes. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, because Abandonment Issues 101. Um, oh my God, truly. Don't leave, don't leave Misty. But then you also, okay, I actually didn't write this down in the notes, but I did just want to quickly touch on it. Fucking Walter. Um, yes. There's like I got, there's something weird about him, right? And like thank I thank you. I knew that from the fucking moment he from, stepped in the frame. Yes. Yeah. So um I thought I knew that there was he needed to be watched. I still thought that he was endearing for Missy. Um and but like with this specifically, him just like, you know, poking holes in her Adam story, harping on her, thinking that she's the one that actually killed Adam. And I'm like but, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't even know if it's really an Adam thing. I don't know if he would make it that obvious. There is a theory that he actually knows Crystal and is trying to figure out what happened, like, in the wilderness. Like, happened with Crystal, right? Yeah. And I think that, like, and then it, that what, it, what checks out is that he, um, the person, Carol, who he says is Svetlana, is the woman that he's bringing into Missy's, the retirement home that she works at. He says her name is Svetlana, but then after he comes clean to Missy and says, oh, no, that's my neighbor, Carol. Uh, Crystal's mom is named Carol um, that we find out in this episode. And then also show tunes and fucking musicals. Like, he could have yeah. been, like, a theater person that knew Crystal growing up and is trying to, like, well, get he's to kind of nerdy and smart, too. Like, he definitely feel – he fits Crystal's kind of criteria as in, like, social group. Yeah. Like yeah, who they would sure. be hanging out with around that age. So yeah, I actually think that's a really good theory. Um, mm -hmm. And although I still like Walter, even with this theory, I still like him for Misty. I'm like, oh, like you guys have good matching energy. Uh, yeah, I I had I had suspicions because I'm like, there's no way nobody in their lives is coming in to their lives without having curiosity about what happened to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no fucking way. And if I was in that group, I would know that in my heart of hearts and never open up to anyone. I'm sorry. Like yeah. if that is done data period point blank. Like mm -hmm. I can have new acquaintances, but I will never let anyone in like that. Yeah. You know? So I'm just like, Y'all, especially 25 years later, you are now more experienced and grown. You should know. Yeah. You should know. I know. And then I think, honestly, like, he played it really dumb, I feel like, um, mm. of just of trying to go so hard at her. And then also accusing yeah. her of murder. I mean, he could have just been like, I caught you in a lie. Explain yourself instead of being like, I think you killed her because clearly you have the making of a psychopath. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that was the fuck out. <laughs> I know he did call her. Yeah, that was very funny. And then he said, "But you pull it off." <laughs> and I'm like, "Sir, that." And I oh, feel so bad no. because honestly, like he wasn't being terrible, but her no. face was offended. As I mean, what, she should have been. I would have been offended as I probably would have murdered him right there and been like, oh, you want to see murder? Mm -hmm. I'll show you a motherfucking murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I would have been so fucking angry. But I also think that she played that to her advantage because she wanted to get into Lottie's place. I think yeah. that she, I don't know, she like, I think it could have been anything that he said and she would have turned it. So and she would have been like, get the fuck out of here. He's a smart girl. Yeah, manipulative. Yeah. 
super. And then, yeah, also just, like, coming off the the hot, steamy fucking rejection that Nat just threw at her. She's like, you, you're not going to get away with that fucking easy bitch. Like, I'm no. in. <laughs> I'm your bestie, and I'm saving you. Oh, God, oh, God. Misty. Honestly, she, I love that dedication, though. And, that loyalty and, is fucking thick i know and honestly at sometimes like i feel like and like uh, just so you know people know that like i mentioned in the beginning of the pod there are some people that think that it's slow and you know they're kind of getting like impatient about it i don't feel that way but i definitely do feel at times that misty christina ricci is carrying this shit with her comedic fucking relief sometimes because i'm like she is just so entertaining to watch. Control is so fucking funny to me. I know that's so small and annoying, but like her mouth is always like pulled down at the corners, even mm-hmm. when she smiles. And it's like, I don't know. She is doing such a good job at, at like portraying constraint, even mm-hmm. facially. Mm-hmm. It's very, 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 very entertaining. Yeah. Like besides Misty as a character, even just like those little things for me are really enjoyable. I'm not even if into you, acting or film, but I love that. If you could play, sorry, just a random question that I thought of, but if you could play any of these people, who would, what character would you want to play the most? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, mine would definitely be Misty. Yeah. I would, I would say- love to play her. Yeah, I definitely like Misty's character a lot, but I think on like a challenging role and something that, you know, I would be very interested to learn more about, um, especially in like a mental, like, uh, I don't even know, like, just like when you have some mental health problems, I would definitely want to play Ty not not like appropriating the like the issue but i i think learning about it and understanding it and putting yourself there like i am very interested in both sides the the young version of her and the adult version of her i think for me yeah. that would definitely be a challenging role but also i would be learning so much because i would have to take classes i would have to do a lot of like what is it like method research yeah Yeah, research Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I would have to get a lot of coaching to do something Mm -hmm. like that and I think that it would open my fucking mind you know so for me definitely Ty for sure oh that's really nice um all right well on that note I guess we can yeah. I guess we can call it. I mean, we won't see you guys for two weeks, but if you guys watch Succession on HBO, we um, are doing weekly podcasts on that. This episode yes. was a fucking doozy, so uh, that pod will be up tomorrow. If you're watching this on Monday, it'll be up Tuesday, April 25th, so go check us out over there. Yeah, come say hi. Yeah. Leave us um, a review. Follow, yeah. follow us on IG, hb.hose. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter, <laughs> hb underscore hose. And send us an email at hose at hbhose.com. That was beautiful. Bravo, Maddie. Thank you. I slowed okay. it down this time so I could think and not stumble over the fucking email. <laughs> uh, We're getting <okay>. better. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Love you, hose.